Today, we will be taking a look at the top five sleeper teams for the 2020 NFL season. Which is kind of a nice way of saying we all expect them to suck, but maybe they won't. Crossy Posse Packer Nation, welcome to another episode of Packers, a podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Oh, look, the Lions made a list. Grossy. And today, yes, as I said, you know, like two minutes ago, not even. It's like 90 seconds ago. Not even. It was like 60 seconds ago. We're going to look at the five sleeper teams for the 2020 season. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to a brand new patron over at patreon.com slash Comedy, and that is Brett Goody. Thank you very much for joining the all-important beer master tier. Keeping this bad boy dusty. No, you're not keeping it dusty. You're keeping it full, which right now it is stocked, ready for this Friday's stream. So thank you. Also, a big thank you to everybody because we hit 90K which means it's the final countdown. So that means like we'll hit 100K in like three months. But again, just a reminder for those brand new people, if you want, send me a video or a pic to grossiposse at gmail.com, repping some podcast or Grossy Posse merch, and you'll be featured in the 100K celebration video. You can check out bonfire.com slash podcast to pick up that merch. So the way that I compiled this video is I've already talked about certain teams like ad nauseum, like the Bills, the Broncos, hell, even the Cowboys. Teams that I think will do really well this year, and then we were talking about it on our predictions video. But for this one, it was more of like those outliers where they could go either way, not really getting a ton of press. And those are the teams that I'm going to be focusing on today, the ones that I think could actually make a run for the playoffs. So starting off with number one. You did it, Lions. You made it on a list. And it's not for the worst teams this year. So, kudos. Wait, were they on that list earlier? And there's a few reasons why I think the Lions could be one of those sleeper teams. I've said for a couple years now that the Lions are right there, that they just essentially need to put it all together. Matt Patricia came into Detroit and was just like, all right, guys, you are all Patriots now. No, I don't care what it says on the helmet or the jersey. You're all Patriots. And Martha was just like, okay. He didn't utilize Matthew Stafford's cannon of an arm and instead basically just tried to mold him into Tom Brady 2.0. And it fell apart and they didn't do well a couple years ago. Last year, they started off doing pretty good. You know, let's ignore the Cardinals game and then, of course, the hands to the face that the Packers paid the refs for. But at the same time, you can't be mad at the Packers because they use Venmo. And on top of that, the Lions are still using Apple Pay, which we all know that the refs do not utilize. So you can't get mad at me. You can't get mad at the Packers. You just have to update your technology. And then, of course, they suffered a bunch of catastrophic injuries. And so their season went like that. Now, coming into this year, obviously, they lost Darius Slay. But on top of that, they were like, OK, let's go get Okuda and pretend that Slay was never here. So that secondary should be relatively the same. It shouldn't be too bad. The defensive line really underperformed last year. They no longer have Snacks Harrison, but I'm expecting them to be pretty decent. I thought they would be a lot better, but 
beggars can't be choosers at this point. And looking at the offensive side of the ball, they of course drafted DeAndre Swift. And so they're starting to commit a little bit more to that running game, which has been lacking forever. So if you have a decent running game, I'm not even saying amazing, a decent running game, that will be an improvement of what they've had for years. On top of that, if you have a healthy Matthew Stafford with a Kenny Galladay, Danny Amendola, Marvin Jones, okay, that last one, not so much. Then I think that this offense could be very, very competitive. And taking a look at what other teams the NFC North are doing, you have the Vikings who lost a lot of people on defense, so they may struggle a little bit this year. Then you have the Bears, which who the hell knows what's going on with them. And then you have the Packers, right? A lot of people pointing that they didn't improve. I still think that they're a very good team. But all I'm saying is that there's definitely room for the Lions to improve this year and not finish in the basement of the NFC North. Will they do it? Eh, Let's see what Matt Patricia has to say about that. But I have to imagine if Patricia really, really underachieves this year, then he's uh, he's got to be out, I would think. But looking at this Lions team right now, if they are able to put it together, they're definitely worthy of a sleeper status. Then staying within the NFC, you got the Atlanta Falcons. No, really, don't look at me like that. The Atlanta Falcons are another team who have had all the talent in the world. And they just, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. Now the Falcons decided to bring back Dan Quinn this year, which to the chagrin of many Falcons fan was like, okay, yeah, I, I really could have done without that. They fired Steve Sarkeesian a few years ago and I was like, oh, okay, so that offense is gonna get better. And then that really didn't happen. But if you watch the Falcons last year, they really started coming into their own near the end of the season. Of course, there was a couple games that they still blew. But what I'm saying is that their defense for a moment was like, oh, okay, they're actually looking pretty decent. And on top of that, their offense was clicking in some regards. They obviously have Julio Jones, who they're just like, here's all the money. We have no one else, just here's all the money. They have Calvin Ridley, who's an emerging wide receiver. I think Matt Ryan is also very, very underrated as a quarterback in this league. And I think with the addition of Todd Gurley and an actual established running game, if he can stay healthy, then they're going to be much better for it. Obviously, they're in a division where the Buccaneers and the Saints exist, so it's not going to be the easiest route to the playoffs. But... At some point, you have to think that all the talent on the field for Atlanta is just going to gel together and they're actually going to be able to make a run. Maybe that's just the crazy talk in me, but I think the Falcons have a shot if that defense is able to put itself together and they play like they did at the end of last season. I'm probably a crazy person, though. Then sticking with the birds for this list, we get the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I know a lot of people are talking about their offense, but I want to take a hot second to talk about their defense because that is where it's going to all be on the line if this team can actually be a contender. Now, they obviously made some moves during the offseason to help that defense out because their defense was pretty damn atrocious last year. They brought in guys like Jordan Phillips from the Bills, Yvonne Campbell. They brought in Kennard from the Lions. And so they're adding some more pieces there. And of course, the big star of the show is going to be newly drafted Isaiah Simmons. So I think that that defense will be better. Are they going to be great? Probably not, but baby steps. And looking at the offense, their offensive line did improve from where it was two years ago. They obviously drafted Josh Jones to make that better. Kyler Murray had a pretty damn good rookie year. On top of that, they were able to ship off David Johnson and retain Kenyon Drake, who was great for them at the end of last season. And of course, they got... <sighs> DeAndre Hopkins. This offense, I'm not really too worried about. It's their defense. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep them in the game because without their offense scoring like 45 points every single time. 
They are also in a very difficult division with the Seahawks and the 49ers and who knows what the Rams are doing. But I think the Cardinals, more likely for me, they're going to take that next step next year. But they could surprise people, maybe sneak in in that seventh spot for the wild card. And who knows? Maybe they could uh, surprise some people this year. Then heading over to the AFC, you got the Cleveland Browns. No, hear me out. Hear me out. The Cleveland Browns, all the hype last year and just fizzled out. But this offseason, they went and got Conklin, which I think was a great pickup for them. Hooper, you know, I'm neither here nor there about him. I think they overpaid him, but whatever. And they signed Carl Joseph, getting rid of Demarius Randall, and they were like, okay, bye-bye now. Goodbye, Demarius. And just rubbing it into the Packers, yeah, they definitely blew that pick. They got rid of Freddie Kitchens, and they brought in Stefanski from the Vikings, and so that head coaching situation should at least at the bare minimum be better. That defense has been slowly building itself through the draft, and they obviously they addressed the positions I was just talking about. So I think that that defense could be a top 15 defense this year. On top of that, their offense, they have Nick Chubb, they have Kareem Hunt, and on top of that, they have great wide receivers to throw to. And so that's where it gets down to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield struggled with Freddie Kitchens last year, and it was it was bad. If Baker Mayfield is able to kind of take that next step and reclaim where he was during his rookie year, this team could definitely be a contender, and I would not be surprised seeing them in the wild card. Why they're a sleeper, though, is that's a lot of ifs. Is the head coaching position going to work out? Is Baker Mayfield going to be able to take a next step? Is Miles Garrett going to hit anybody in the head with a helmet? All this and more next on the Cleveland Browns. And finally, you have the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, that's never going to sound not weird. The Raiders had the ninth worst scoring offense last year and the ninth worst defense when it came to points allowed. So they were like Thanos. They were terrible, but balanced, as all things should be. There are a lot of lingering questions still for the Raiders about their linebacker core, which obviously they went out and got Littleton and they got Kwiatkowski. But on top of that, their secondary, Abram got hurt last year, which definitely impacted that team in a negative way. And they're still a pretty damn young team. Their pass rush wasn't that effective. And so with them bringing in these guys, it should make their defense a bit better. Will they be able to compete with a high-powered offense like the Broncos should be or like the Chiefs? That remains to be seen. But on the offensive side of the ball is where I have a little bit more faith. You have Derek Carr, who had a great season last year. They drafted literally every wide receiver that was in the draft, and Henry Ruggs go fast, so that's automatically going to help them. And Josh Jacobs was a human wrecking ball last year, and I imagine he's going to do the same. So this could be a more balanced team this year, and I think that they could surprise a lot of people. If they have that dynamic running game, which then they could also spread the field with burners like Ruggs, Watch out, they could actually make a run. I think there are too many questions on the defensive side of the ball, but with them going after like guys like Littleton, who I think is going to immensely help that team, they're definitely taking the correct steps to improving. Uh, they're another team that I feel like is more of a candidate to break out next year, but don't be surprised if the Raiders overachieve this year. So that's my list of top five sleepers. Let me know what you think down in the comments below. Who's on your list of sleepers? That team that who might just break out? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. So thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!